0: everyone. It's Leslie Ludy, host of the Set Apart Girl podcast, biblical encouragement for women of all ages. And today I'm really excited because I want to start incorporating some heroes of the faith into this podcast. And I have several women throughout history that have really impacted my life and been such an example to me as I pursue a set apart life for Jesus Christ. So today I want to focus on a woman that maybe some of you have heard of, Gladys Aylward, a missionary to China, and her story is absolutely incredible. So if you haven't read any of her biographies, I would definitely encourage you to do that. But I want to highlight a few things from her life that have impacted me personally and encourage you with some principles that maybe you can glean from her example that can apply to what you're walking through today. The chief characteristic that I noticed when I studied Gladys Aylward is her childlike faith she was not daunted by enormous obstacles because she kept her eyes on the power and the might of God. And even her beginning of how she became a missionary is pretty astounding because she wasn't set up well to be a successful missionary in China. She was born into a working class family in the early 1900s, and she really had very little opportunity to do much with her life. She didn't have much education. And even by the age of 14, she was just working as a maid. And she just didn't have a lot of hope of anything besides just a menial job like that. But when she was 18, she encountered Jesus Christ. And as a result of that, she gained a burden for the lost around the world, especially the millions of people in China who had never heard the gospel, and she felt so compelled to try to convince someone to go there and share the gospel with the lost in China. It was completely impractical for her to ever go there. She didn't have the money, the training, the education. She didn't have any connections there. So it didn't really occur to her that she could be the one to go. And also, China was a war-torn country. It was full of danger. It was definitely not safe for a single young woman to go. And so people just told her, you know, put the thought of China out of your mind. But she could not get China off her mind. And she began to seek God. And he told her something very different. She was rejected by a mission board that she had applied to to go as a missionary to China. But she got a job as a housemaid and tried to earn enough money to pay her fare to China. And as she struggled with whether she was doing the right thing, one day she read the book of Nehemiah. And the story really gripped her. She, This is what she wrote. As I read the first chapter, I felt very sorry for Nehemiah, and I understood why he wept and mourned when he heard about Jerusalem in its great need and can do nothing about it. He was sort of a butler and had to obey his employer just like I did. Then I turned to the second chapter. But he did go, I exclaimed aloud, and got up a strange elation within me. He went in spite of everything. And it was as if somebody was in the room and a voice clearly said to her, Gladys Ilward is Nehemiah's God, your God. And she said, yes, of course, but I am not Nehemiah. And God responded, no, but assuredly I am his God. And this is what she said, that settled everything for me. I believed these were my marching orders. I put my Bible on the bed and beside it my copy of Daily Light, and at the side of that, all the money I had, which is a very small amount. What a ridiculous little collection it seemed, but I said simply, Oh God, here's the Bible about which I long to tell others. Here's my Daily Light that every day will give me a new promise, and here's all the money that I have. If you want me, I'm going to China with these." So what a bold step of faith for a young woman who had no support, no money, and no hope in the natural world of getting to China. But she worked tirelessly. She saved every penny that she could, and she managed to scrape enough money together for a train ticket to China. And she was advised not to travel there by train because of the, the wars and the fightings along the route, and there was no guarantee that she would even get through. But she saw beyond all the obstacles because she fixed her eyes on the enormity and faithfulness of her God, just as Nehemiah had done. Now, if you were to study the journey of her trip from London to China, that could be a book in and of itself. And just just getting there alone, she faced so many obstacles, so many challenges, and at times she actually barely escaped with her life, but she knew so clearly that God had not brought her this far to forsake her now. And she continued to look beyond the obstacles, knowing that she would make it to China. It reminds me a lot of Hudson Taylor. When he was sailing to China, he was nearly shipwrecked on an island of cannibals, and he declared against all odds that he would reach China by the power of God, and miraculously, he made it there. And Gladys Aylward had the same attitude. Whenever she faced extreme difficulties and impossible roadblocks, the unbending response of her soul was like Paul's when he proclaimed, none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself so that I may finish the race with joy in the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. In our town, there's a an insurance company that always puts these little sayings out on a sign near the road and This week, their sign says obstacles are the things that you see when you take your eyes off the goal. And in reality, I would say for the Christian, obstacles are the things that you see when you take your eyes off God. It's not just having a goal that keeps you from being intimidated by obstacles. It's having your eyes fixed upon a God who is so far above any obstacles. So whatever God has called you to, you can know and rest assured that he will be with you. And I encourage you, if you're facing any kind of um, calling upon your life that feels daunting to take your eyes off the obstacles and fix them upon your mighty God, just as Gladys Elward did. And he will be faithful to you just as he was faithful to her. Another characteristic with Gladys Aylward and her childlike faith is that she wasn't pushed around by fear, even though she faced amazingly frightening situations. While she was on her way to China, one of the most incredible obstacles that she faced was that she was kidnapped and detained in Russia by corrupt government officials. And she was sort of stuck in a hotel room without her passport, unable to get away, and she was trying to figure out how to escape. And a Russian man tried to force his way in, and she told him, you can't come in here. And he basically said, I'm the master of this hotel, I can do whatever I want. And this was her response. No, you cannot. You may not believe in God, but he is here. Touch me and see. Between you and me, God has put a barrier. Go. The man stared at Gladys and shivered, and without another word, he turned and left. And that is an amazing story because she was a very small woman, and he was a very big man, but he was not allowed to touch her because she had such a faith in God's protection. And several years later, after she was living and serving in a small village in China, she was actually asked by the governor of that region to come intervene in a prison riot at the men's prison and even the guards couldn't get control of the rioting and the killing that was taking place and they felt that because she had faith and she had this mighty god that maybe she could do something and when she arrived she found that the prisoners were just rampaging in the prison courtyard and several of them had already been killed And the warden of the prison told her to go into the courtyard and stop the rioting. And she responded, how can I do that? You know, she was, I don't even think, five feet tall. And here are these men with clubs and weapons. And he replied, you've been preaching that for those who trust in Christ, they have nothing to fear. And that settled it for her. And she boldly entered the courtyard, asking God for his strength and protection. And as she commanded the men in the power of God to stop and to put down their weapons, incredibly They obeyed, and they returned to their cells, and everyone in the village saw the amazing power of God. And the people began to call her a nickname, which means virtuous woman. It was called Wei Dei, is how they pronounced it. And that was her nickname from then on because people knew that there was a power in her life that went far beyond just human ability. During her incredible years in China, she accomplished things that usually are only heard about in fictional action movies or spy novels. She was often uh, running for her life, narrowly escaping death, even having bullet holes in her clothes. And she led 200 orphans across uh, the mountains during the war to get them to safety. She was a small, uneducated woman who simply dared to trust her God, and she possessed more courage than 20 strong men put together. Now, just imagine in your own life having that much confidence in the protection of God because he's promised that he'll never leave us or forsake us, but most of us don't live as if that's our reality. But imagine shifting our focus just as Gladys we're did, not just hoping that God will come through for us, but knowing that he will and not cowering in fear when the enemy tries to attack us or discourage us, but rising up in the strength of God and trampling the enemy under our feet in the power of our God. Only when we believe that God is truly as big and as powerful as he claims to be in his word can we walk with that kind of unshakable boldness. When Gladys Elwood read the word of God, she didn't analyze it or question it or try to take it from an intellectual perspective. She just took it as fact, like a little child, and built her life around it. And as a result, fear was not able to control her in any situation. Another aspect of Gladys Aylward's childlike faith is that she was a spiritual athlete. So many of us succumb to spiritual apathy when things get difficult, especially if we're in ministry. The road can get bumpy and rough and hard, and I think a lot of times we expect ministry to just always be fun and exciting, and it can be fun and exciting, but it can also be a huge battle, and that was what Gladys Ilward faced every single day that she was in China, and so many of us think that when we face physical weakness or tiredness or just lack of stamina, we have the excuse to just curl up in a ball of self-pity and say, well, I guess I'm done. Gladys Ilward was the opposite. She was not physically strong but she knew that God had called her to perform mighty works for his kingdom and that he would provide the strength and the stamina that she needed for the work he had called her to. She didn't allow physical weakness to control her decisions. Time and time again, she pushed her body beyond its natural limits Relying on the supernatural strength of God to carry her through. Now that's looked at as foolishness today, and I would definitely agree that if you're doing that in your own strength, pushing beyond what is humanly possible just because you want to prove something to someone, that's unhealthy. But when you know God has put a task in front of you and you don't feel strong enough, you can rely on His enabling grace to strengthen you beyond where your own human strength runs short. It was a lot like what Paul said when he said, I work in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings, in cold and in nakedness. But she didn't complain or give in to apathy or laziness. She continued to rise up on the strength of God and allow his grace to give her what she needed to do what she could not do in her own strength. And when she led those orphans over the mountain passes with no food or no provision to try to get them to safety, it was about a six week journey. And it took such a toll upon her physically that she actually fell unconscious when it was over. And she was taken to a hospital and she was suffering from pneumonia, typhus, and a lot of other serious illnesses. And it was really a miracle that she even lived through that. But she willingly allowed her body to be spent and broken for the glory of God. And just like Paul, She made her body her servant in order to victoriously fulfill the call of God upon her life. So it definitely cost her to give everything for the call of God, and yet she experienced mighty miracles and power in her life that most of us never experience. I've often heard people say, well, that kind of faith or that kind of amazing life is only for a few people in every generation, those special Christians. But really, it's for anyone who will allow God to be as big as he says he is. It just requires us to say, Lord, I take you at your word. I have childlike faith in you, instead of just putting limits around what God can do in and through our lives. So if God has called you to any kind of ministry, remember, the path will not be easy. But by his grace, if you keep your eyes on him, you will be able to accomplish What is not possible in your own strength. Now, Gladys Aylward's faith in God may seem even foolish or impractical to many people, but because she dared to trust God and take him at his word, she really did live one of the most conquering, victorious lives this world has ever seen. Think about this, when we want to impact the world for eternity, we don't need a long list of human worldly qualifications. The only thing we need is an immovable, unshakable, rock solid faith in our amazing God. I'd like to finish with a couple great quotes from Gladys Elward. Towards the end of her life, when she was talking about the work that she had done in China, she said this, I wasn't God's first choice for what I've done for China. I don't know who it was. It must have been a man, a well-educated man. I don't know what happened. Perhaps he died. Perhaps he wasn't willing. And God looked down and saw Gladys Elward and said, well, she's willing. I love that. She had such humility, and she really believed that she really wasn't the ideal fit for what she was called to, but she had that willingness, and that's why God chose to use her. Another quote that I love that I think can really encourage any of you who are thinking about stepping out in any kind of ministry, she said this, If God has called you to China or any other place, and you are sure in your own heart, let nothing deter you. Remember, it is God who has called you, and it is the same as when he called Moses or Samuel. So I hope you're encouraged by Gladys Aylward's story. If you'd like to know more about her, grab one of her biographies because she was an incredible woman of childlike faith in an amazing God and reading her story can strengthen and encourage you and give you strength to step out of your comfort zone and respond to the call of God on your life, whether it's simply teaching a Sunday school class or serving in a ministry or going overseas. You can know that he will never leave you or forsake you. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. If you'd like to know more about victorious Christian living and learning how to truly change this world for Jesus Christ, becoming grounded in the word of God and in truth and letting gospel-centered living overtake your life, I encourage you to visit our website, braveheartedchristian.com and consider joining us for our Bravehearted, personal discipleship program. It's a hundred days of intensive spiritual training that can change your life. I pray you have a blessed and Christ-centered week.